Hey everybody, this is your girl Leah V. Um, it is Respectfully Messy again, and we have a very special guest who is like my <laughs> best friend or whatever. And um, I have Etta Fly. Thanks for coming. Thank you. <laughs> okay, um, so today we're going to talk about body confidence mm. and why women hate on other women. So very ju very juicy, very honestly. Juicy. Like juicy uh, like we are. <laughs> of course. Yes. Yeah, so before we get into the topic, tell us about yourself a little bit. Who are who is Edify? Oh my goodness. Somebody asked me that the other day and I'm like, who is Edify? I mm -hmm. really I don't know. But um I guess as far as like with the body confidence thing goes, I mean I've been who am I? I'm an artist. I'm a creator. I'm an influencer. I'm a traveler. I'm a pusher of fashion's envelope. Mm. I am mm. all things funky and creative. Ooh. I the I paint myself daily. I wear funky glasses. She I does. show up looking like my true authentic self all Ooh. the time, no matter what environment I am in. Come on. Uh, <laughs> I'm black girl, black yes. woman. Yes. I'm a lover, mm -hmm. a fighter. All these good things. Oh, I love it. This is gonna be this is gonna be so fun. I'm so excited to do this. Um, yeah. So um, let's start off with um, a story about a time where you weren't necessarily confident about yourself. Mm -hmm. Let's start off with that. Oh my goodness. So the first thing I think about was. I don't know if I've told this before, but when I was seven years old, I busted my head in the corner of the wall. This is when our business was incorporating. I literally okay. ran into the corner of the wall and split my head wide open. Damn. I had to have 17 stitches inside of my head oh, wow. and outside of my head. I almost had a skull fracture. Ooh. Like literally, I feel like my brain shifted. To like Your body. extra. <laughs> to like brain maybe, shifted. Seriously, I feel like did my brain go right brain to make me like. Right, that's true. I, that's I just wonder that. Okay. Like, if I never hit my head. We're doing my life. So anyway, so I mean, that kind of started a lot of my body and just self-esteem issues, honestly, because mm -hmm. I had this big scar going on my head. I was seven years old okay. and I had to wear this patch on my head to school. Mm -hmm. And then I thought my forehead was big. So I wore bangs okay. and then I wore glasses my whole entire life. So then those wire frames broke my face out. So I had marks. Y'all can't see this, but I'm doing marks <laughs> around my face on to the back with all these pimples and bumps. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to cover my face up. Then I was heavier and I had to wear boy clothes because you couldn't find cute girl clothes girl. back then. Yeah. You had to wear your daddy's t-shirts and these grown men button down shirts and jerseys because the mm -hmm. big girl couldn't fit the cute girl stuff. Yeah. So I don't even know what you asked me, but yeah. I, I've been dealing with body issues for a long time. Mm -hmm. Being coming from a bigger family, I'm being the tallest, I'm the biggest. Right. And weights in our family was huge. Just like my grandfather would say, have you pushed back from the table yet? Oh. No, no, sir. Have you no, pushed back you. from the table yet? And I love my people. You know what <laughs> right, I mean? Yeah. I love them. My grandmother used to send me articles about uh, Weight Watchers in the mail. Like, you need to read this to get inspired oh. to to wow. be. So, it's it's tricky when you come from a big family. Everybody big. Right. <laughs> but everybody has a problem with you being big. <laughs> yes. Even though, yeah, I can definitely relate yeah. about the shirt. And I didn't know the, the shirt story. Because I actually wrote an essay for my memoir that's mm. called um, The Shirt That Swallowed Me Whole. Mm. And it, it's really similar to your story about wow. my mom. And then because I was Muslim on top of that, we had to dress uh, modestly. Yeah. My mom um, was sexually assaulted when she was younger. So, oh, she okay. didn't want um, men to look at her girl sexually. Mm. So, like, we go to um, Mammoth. You know, with the irregular size clothes, we had our money, yeah. and um, she would buy me like these huge shirt, like five yeah. X, right. and I was like thirteen, right, twelve, and right. I love Clueless. 
Okay. I was obsessed with Clueless. I'm like, mm-hmm. I need to dress like Clueless. That was so far from Clueless. Right. And the shirts would just like hit me like legitimately. Mm-hmm. It'd be like a big ass sheet like wrapped right. around my body right. or whatever. And I just felt so unattractive. Yeah. So not girly. So not feminine. I remember yeah. just being like, when I get out the house, I'm wearing all pink, all like yeah. exactly. I wear all pink, <laughs> all skirts. But right. um, yeah, I also like I think I blew up around like ten and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very, very thin when I before ten and a half and then okay. like one day it was like whoop and it was just like I was like um in the two hundreds. Wow. Um so when I first seen you, I mm-hmm. think I first started blogging and uh it was you and your sister jennifer uh hey jennifer and uh, <laughs> she's probably like working hard somewhere right. but you guys were so tall and so big mm-hmm. and so just like glamorous it was like natural hair it was like colors and shit and i'm just like yeah. oh my god and, like i'm short fat right. like y'all was tall fat so and like so i was just, like i was looking up to y'all like damn they're like glamazons like they're so fucking dope and like i just like you know i don't like nobody Right. And I don't go up to nobody. Okay? Because <laughs> you, you know I'm petty as hell. So I was like, oh my God. So I came up to y'all. I was like, oh, can I take a picture? With, I think I asked for a picture. Yeah, or to take like a picture that. with y'all. And I was just so like enamored by y'all. Y'all just, energy was really, really good. Um, so since we're talking about like body confidence in regards to like weight and stuff like mm-hmm. that, have you had any like situations like recently or in the mm-hmm. past where it was just like um, you've had some body image issues, but you but you overcame them. Can you like give us a story about that, or like someone to make a comment? Um, um, let me think. So I mean, I I mean, I still have body image issues because I think even when you so for instance, like I've been heavy my whole entire life, or what I thought was heavy, right? Mm-hmm. My sister told me recently, like you weren't really fat when you were growing up, mm-hmm. but I was told I was fat, right? Which is really interesting because I look back at pictures. I'm like, was I really big? Because I'm much bigger now than I was then. Exactly. So was I really regular fat then? And now I'm just like big fat now. Mm-hmm. And then I was super like, fat. Super fat. <laughs> like three years ago. Like, it's all these kind of like this whole twisted it's kind to of fatness. situation. <laughs> right. But I think always because even like, so like two years ago, I won this whole like, well, actually eight years ago now I lost like a hundred pounds right mm-hmm. I went like Weight Watcher like super hardcore okay. lost just about a hundred pounds was like feeling myself went through some crazy freaking ridiculous mental health man relationship yeah. and freaking picked every last pound up that I dropped I was like mm-hmm. and where are those pounds let me find every one of let me find 50 more let me Bring find it back. 50 more let me comfort myself yeah and so and then recently I lost 50 pounds mm-hmm. and but I lost it with uh with like training and stuff like so the body was looking different mm-hmm. and so with the weight loss comes a body image issue because people are like they liked you where you were right don't lose anymore what in my inbox you you are doing too much you are beautiful Ooh. the way that it's you are why you, you, <laughs> you are beautiful no the way you were you don't have to do all that Ooh. And it's like, so you kind of dealing with on both sides of the spectrum. I'm right. like, you know, people trying to better myself. I'm like, I'm trying to feel better, just better. Right. Forget about the outside. Literally wanting to feel better. Exactly. Like tired of just feeling like this is some bullshit. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to feel like this. Yeah. Like I want to legit feel better. So, but you always like my arms. Like I look at my arms like with something. You, you see mine. I'm shaking my arm. So right basically, now, like, right. So a visual <laughs> representation of yeah. me and like shaking our, our. I think I call them bat wings. <laughs> Shaking the our arms. Oprah, our Oprah, <laughs> our Oprah underarm. Like, if somebody tell me how to get rid of two stomachs, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you don't only see some of these cute girls, like, they're still heavy, but but they got one stomach. Right, right, right. So it's like they got <laughs> like, 
tell what's they got like wide hips, right? Mm-hmm. But they got that, that little cute like project stomach. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like it's not like a fat stomach, but mm-hmm. it's like their hips is fat, but mm-hmm. their stomach is, you know what I'm saying? Got you. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but when you have that crease in the middle that kind of slice your joint, hey, you got a stomach up top, you got a fupa on the on bottom. The bottom. Mm-hmm. It's a sa- it's, is, it's a stomach sandwich. It exactly a sub. And I have to figure out why. <laughs> stomach submarine. Like, like so, it's always some type of something like trying to figure out how you fit into all this, how you get the clothes to kind of you know, or just being like, forget it. This is mm-hmm. me. Like, right. Accept it. And as I eat different or change or whatever, but it's always gonna be some. Even people that are super small got a body. Yeah, body image about you know, why you so small. You need to eat something. Then Ooh. if you eat something, it's like you eating too much. Yeah. I definitely agree and like I talk about a lot on my Instagram page is about like just I mean I call it body policing mm-hmm. um, I don't know where I got this term from but I, right. I'm, using it quite, right. I'm using it quite often now yeah. that people are like um, talking more about body image issues mm-hmm. and um, like I never try to I guess uh, downplay thin women's body issues right. uh, at the same time on the other end of the spectrum <laughs> um, plus size women um, get more have more obstacles than thin women um so i always try to you know be open about talks about body and body policing and how if you're thin you get told to eat a sandwich and eat a burger and you know if you're fat you're told to put that down or put that away um i think one of my most popular um instagram posts that i posted like last week was about people policing food intake and i think you said something about that you kind of touched on it Mm -hmm. but like have you ever had a situation where somebody was like you don't need to have that um, you need to eat this instead. Um, sending you um, meal replacements or like unsolicited, like I guess, food advice. Mm-hmm. Um, there was actually one story. I don't know. Are you familiar with Roxanne Gay? Mm-mm. So she's no. um, uh, a writer. She's big. I think she's mm-hmm. like maybe th- over 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. And she's a columnist and also has two books out. The second one is Hunger, which is like a memoir. Mm-hmm. And she actually talks about somebody at the grocery store taking food out of her basket. And I was like, wow. wow. So y'all so y'all niggas out here touch your food in somebody's basket though? Okay. <laughs> oh, exactly. Like you don't give a fuck about shit. So I'm just right. like, so has anyone ever like um done that to you where it's just like, oh, are you getting seconds? Or, you know, you shouldn't eat that to make you feel like um, Yeah, I mean I, I I remember and I like I said, you know, I remember I mean my grandmother saying those M and M's don't love you. I remember eating a bag of M and M's. Oh and I remember her saying, "Those M and M's don't M&Ms love, you. love you, girl. And, right, <laughs> they love and you a lot. Day, I love peanut M and M's. I do I really too. Do. They're really good. I love them. So and all the new M and M's they have out, like the strawberry ones and the caramel and the coffee uh. ones. Just so we're clear, I love M and M's, but I love my grandmother and mm-hmm. God rest her soul. And but I think people operate at the level of their own understanding. So. Mm-hmm. They want better for you what they deem to be better. And they try to figure out how to creatively give you that. And it's not always the best. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that because I can recall that. When people ask a question like that, I can recall that image. Because I remember where I was. I remember I was in the bakery. I remember being in the back. I remember her taking it. So those M&Ms do not love you. Wow. And it was a powerful moment in this weird kind of way. Like, you you taking a choice away from me. I can exactly. do what I want to do. So, and I've had, I know I've had other instances where, where people have looked at me or I, or either I felt, they can't make me feel any kind of way, but it's because I felt that way on my own already. Right. And they just kind of ushered me into this feeling where you don't need to have that dessert or you've already had dessert today. Or, um, you know, you going to the gym again? 
are, are you going to go back to the gym? Mm. Just kind of like gently nudging you, but but low key. Right. Shading you. Shading you. And it's like there's deeper issues sometimes involved with all For of that. Sure. And it's just, yeah, so I've definitely had. I mean, or I've even felt like if I go to a buffet restaurant and people looking at me like, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be at the buffet. Girl. Exactly. You should be at the salad bar. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's, yeah, buffets. Um, There are people out there that are taking photos of fat people eating. Yeah. Um, And I think that is so disrespectful. Or fat people at the gym. It's yeah. just like, well, how can you do anything if you feel like you're constantly being judged right. um so like i used to do this thing where i would go out with like thin friends because all my friends were thin for some reason back in the day and i wasn't even as big as i am now like it was this like you said like oh is that was this like fat fat or regular fat right but like i would go to the restaurant and be like super hungry and they'd be like let me get that burger let me get that fries let me get that shake all this stuff mm-hmm. like oh yeah what do you want i'd be like i'm okay with just this water and diet coke and like, I would actually sit a certain way where I would suck my stomach in. Mm. And I would cross my legs in front and I would sit up really straight with my stomach in. Because I know if I like curved my spine, it would show like fupa or like um, stomach lines. Right. So like, I would sit a certain way and mm. just sip on my water. And I'd be like, some of them would be like, oh, like, are you going to get something else? And I'm just like, no, I ate before I came. Um, mm. And this like type of, people don't think that fat people can have eating disorders. Right. They feel like, oh, you just overeat. You just eat too much. Um, mm-hmm. No, I have an eating disorder. So right. whether it's like bulimia or like um, overexercising or um, overeating, purging, binging, like fat people also have this too. So it's mm-hmm. very important to like yeah. just let people know, like you said, there's underlying issues of people's relationships with food and that you need to speak to people in a respectful manner um, about like food because like a lot of, a lot of us like depend on food like to me personally i really love food it's an experience right it makes me happy yeah um it's a lot it's, it's, it's interesting all that i mean i actually feel like when i see a a heavier set woman or even man like at the gym i'll be like you better <laughs> do it i do that too <laughs> i feel like it takes them so much more to get it the does. confidence to go buy workout clothes mm-hmm. to go figure out how they're gonna get on this machine because some people i've seen are uh, uh challenging extreme heaviness you know what i'm saying right. where it could be very difficult for, for sure. them to walk on the treadmill oh, yeah. or just have the confidence to come out mm-hmm. the house and be seen and be judged mm-hmm. for whatever so when i sit at the gym i'll be like look Loki, i'll be like <laughs> I'm rooting for you. I love, I love, you better get on exactly. that train. Exactly. I love two it. minutes on that stair climber mm-hmm. because that takes a lot. It does. To figure out how to change your life. Mm-hmm. To figure out how to feel whatever it is that's been eating you so you can feel better. Exactly. And it's not that being thin is better because mm-hmm. I think we get that confused too. Like, girl, I can run circles around a lot of people that don't think I can. Oh, I see but, you but doing because, them, 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 them box jumps. I said, yeah. what the f? Yeah. Oh, so you want to like, jump on that box? Right. That was the highest. It was the, listen, y'all. The box is the highest in my head. She didn't jump on the box. I said, "Oh, with perfect form." <laughs> yeah, I be trying to jump on that box right now because I heard my knee trying to jump on that Ooh, box. But my knee is shot. The point I can't is, jump on the like, even me and my daughter, that we were riding bikes, mm-hmm. and I've been really, I've been my workout game was kind of been off, and I need to get. I'm kind of falling off, and I don't like that because mm-hmm. I feel like mm, okay. I can't let some stuff creep back up, right. right? And that's something else. But I got on that bike and I rode the bike, and he was like. Oh, my legs are kind of because he don't ride, but right. like you had a muscle memory of what you used to do, it just kind of comes back to you. Mm-hmm. So I just, I don't know. I just feel like I love when people. I see people out trying to change, like mm-hmm. do something different. But just because you're skinny right. doesn't mean just because you're small don't mean you're healthy. Right. So where do you think since we're on health and thinness, where do you think this idea of thin is better and fat is bad, or thin is healthy and fat is unhealthy, come come comes from? Like right. in your so opinion, I think that. My opinion, only my opinion. 
Which means a lot. Right. <laughs> but I think in this world, we've been taught or fed from the media what beauty is supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. I believe that if we were all raised in Africa, where they glorify heavier women, mm-hmm. where that was what was put on a pedestal and that was what is beautiful, everybody would want to be heavier. Right. Because those women are celebrated. That's what a woman looks like to them. No right. slack against any other woman who's experiencing anything else. Right. But if we were in another country, continent, mm-hmm. differently, um, people would, we would be looking at that differently. Right. And so I think that I was raised looking at very skinny models walking down the Victoria's Secret runaway. And, and Miss America looks like this. And, exactly. And her hair looks like this. And the woman, I remember very vividly the, the Virginia Slims lady sitting in oh, there yeah. with her leg <laughs> crossed and her hand out with her cigarette and her, her hair pulled back in a bun and her business suit on. And it's mm-hmm. like, this is what women do. They smoke Virginia Slims. Mm-hmm. And this is what you look at. Right. So now I, and I also remember being a kid and putting a skirt over my head. Because I wanted to have long hair like my white oh, friends. Yeah, yeah. So I'm fed that. I've been fed this thought process of what it's supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. And unable to cultivate what I'm supposed to look like. Because right. I don't see that. Exactly. So when you don't see it, you don't want to be it. Nobody wants to, nobody wants to be heavy. Because mm-hmm. you don't see it. Yeah. It's not celebrated. It's looked at as like a negative thing. Like, oh, you know, she's overweight. Right, let's pity her. Let's pity her. Let's whatever versus... <laughs> let's body shame her. Yeah, Please her. Yeah, let's not get her any clothes to put on. I mean, I remember working at Ashley Stewart for the first time when I was in high school going into college. And oh, Lord. really, yeah, I was at Ashley Stewart. You was there when it first, when it first time? Yes. Oh, my God. Ashley Stewart. They probably ugly as hell. Yeah, and I worked at Lane <laughs> Bryant, too. Oh, wow. But Ashley Stewart was my first, uh, my second job outside of the bakery. Okay. I did Johnny Rockets, and then I did Ashley Stewart. Okay. And because I wanted to wear clothes other than a man's button-down Oxford shirt mm-hmm. and my schoolgirl skirt that I had to wear because I went to private school. Right. So, I wanted to be able to just be cute. I used to wear matching jean outfits then because oh, I was matching on. my own denim. So my <laughs> denim and whatever. Denim on but denim. But even then, the stuff wasn't that cute. I mean, yeah. fashion for a plus-size woman has really taken off and evolved for in a sure. different type of way. And for I sure. love the way it's kind of taking this whole other route where before it was hard to find clothes. That is, that's definitely true. I think that um, retailers can do a lot better at... Right. Um, they can do a lot better at getting more because, like, if you go to let's say stores like H and M, they have like a very very tiny section for uh, plus size women, and then their yeah. clothes also is like kind of boxy. Um, yeah. And then you have places like Target who didn't have a plus size section now have a plus size section, yeah. but it's still it's still smaller yeah. than the I guess thin girl I call them straight size straight mm-hmm. size folk. Mm-hmm. Um, they still have this large selection, so it's like we're getting somewhere, but we're not all the way there. Um, some comments. Um, that I've seen personally was now um, body shamers or um, sometimes straight size folk who've never experienced being in a fat body are saying, why do why do thick women, fat women, plus size women feel the need to wear da 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 da? Right, like crop tops or like short shorts mm-hmm. or like why you know why do they feel like they need to have their meat hanging out right mm-hmm. because you don't have the body type to wear that why do you think you need to wear it so mm-hmm. what do you say to people who will be like nah you can't rock a crop top or no you shouldn't wear a two piece because you got stretch marks or you got a double stomach or two or a stomach submarine uh, <laughs> like what do you say to people because like Twitter has been really like they're they're trolling out there and Instagram right. too but what do you say to people who be like oh you can't wear that because Right, is you know, it's 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 interesting because I think that that 
because of how I was raised, like even though I'm not Muslim, but in a modest, like I don't. So sometimes be like, my first reaction sometimes is, <laughs> it still is. It's like, right. ooh, did she do that? Is this this is risky? Is this ooh? <laughs> right. And I have to check myself mm-hmm. because I'm like, why do I feel like that? You right. know what I'm saying? Like, why is this bothering me? Or why? But it's because of what we've been told is beautiful. We've been told if you're big, cover it up. Mm-hmm. And if you're skinny, flaunt it. Yeah. And so when you have when you're 37 years old, these things been taught for 30 something years. It's very difficult. But it's like I self check. Like when I see something, I'm like, <gasps> and I'm like, wait a second. Right. Breathe. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> but I'm, but even I think it's respectful though. So I'm all about being respectful. So okay. if I got two stomachs, right, I'm not really I'm not gonna wear a crop top. I may show my so, so we got like middle meat, right? Right. That middle meat. Like, mm-hmm. Middle meat. That's what you big girl. <laughs> Every big girl loves the fat middle me. Exactly. This, this, like, this is my skinny part. Okay. This is my slim part is the middle me. I'm gonna right. And I've been bossy enough lately. I have shown like a little couple inches of some middle me. Mm-hmm. But I make sure my size I'm fat loving it. Covered <laughs> because I have a big side fat issue. Okay. Like I just like to... I'm, I've worn a girdle forever. I've okay. always worn a girdle. Okay. I like stuff to be tucked, okay. to be like smooth. Okay, to that's be, fair. Well, because of what I've been taught. So yeah, right. but back to that. So I don't know. I, I just... I still think it should be respectful. So I okay. see women that do stuff that's classy, and I'm like, that's okay. what's up. When it looks trashy to me, okay, then I have an issue with that. Because it's not like I should be able to wear whatever I want to wear. Yeah, you should, but is it respectful? Is it classy? Is right. it right? Is it like is, put, it, is it put together? Is it put together? Because yeah. I think if it looks nice, ain't nobody gonna say nothing. It's like, man, she look good. Mm-hmm. Versus like yeah, you might get a couple trolls that don't could. care if you look good yeah, or not. They're they gonna jump on you. Hate me. I be like, sis, you <laughs> sis, come on, sis. <laughs> you that. Okay, I see you. Right. In the swimsuit, but they be having. They don't have a stomach, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. I'm like, how can I get that? I don't know. Like them That's jeans hard. or like how you be having. Yeah, I don't even wear like, jeans because it's like I, I just don't feel comfortable because like I have a very big bottom half and like my butt just stomach, girl. And your stomach flat. N- I'm through. I have a smaller waist, but yes. I have this bottom thing right here. Okay. <laughs> I, have, I have this fupa, and I will. That bitch be coming out and saying hello to all visitors. Okay, so depending on what I wear, and I try to like all I, visitors, all visitors, I'm like hello. But the thing about the thing about like Spanx and like body and shapewear, mm-hmm. like I try to because I when I take photos, people are just like, oh my god, like your waist, your stomach. Yeah, and it depends on what I'm wearing. If you find, if I find like that pencil skirt I had on, I didn't feel 100% confident wearing it without a, without a Spanx. Uh-huh. So I did wear the Spanx. Right. Um, but like, I feel guilty for wearing Spanx sometimes. I'm just like, really? I want people to see the, my real body. Because okay. I have people following me who's just like, don't have a perfect stomach or don't have like, you know, but they just want to wear stuff. And like, I'm, I'm out here trying to like pump fake. I got to smooth that stomach when I don't. So mm-hmm. I very, very rarely wear But is that pump making sp- though? Because I want to show my real body. Like, I want people to be inspired by my real body, not an overly edited or altered photo. That's just me True, personally. I mean, right. So, like, I very, very rarely wear specs. And also, I have to pee a lot because I got problems. So, it's hard <laughs> to get that bitch off. Like, you're in the bathroom it's trying to, like, like in the middle, though. I don't like to No, I don't have that one. I have the underwear that go all the way up here. But it doesn't have a slit in the middle? No. And if it did, I don't know how to use that. So, I guess I have a slit in the middle, right? But I, I wear underwear How, Sway? I don't know how I don't you like You that. can't I do feel that. Like, I feel like it's going to be someone get around it. Ooh. And like, I don't want <laughs> No, I, I don't can't. Want that. I just don't feel comfortable. Like, I don't want someone to snatch the waist for real, for real. Right. But it's just like they're uncomfortable. And like, I'm not well, about to wear like that. Those, those are, I think those are something. So, for me, I think that. 
no matter what size you are, you should wear Spanx. Mm-hmm. I think it's proper foundation. And that's when that's the old soul me coming out. Okay. Right? I'm like, everybody needs to have on to slip. <laughs> right. And your new, the your new pantyhose. <laughs> and you gotta wear proper foundation. So I'm right. really big okay. on just proper foundation because okay. I see women that are half my size or, or more than half my size mm-hmm. that have uh wrinkles if you would or okay. or they're wearing a body uh a body kind dress right and when you wear a body kind dress mm-hmm. it needs to there's a certain everything. look it shows it shows every it does, body if you don't have the right type of underwear on it's like that it's, is true to me it's just like thinking through an outfit mm-hmm. so if you're gonna wear some certain things um I think you should wear a shaper situation. Okay. Recently, I've gotten out of that because I used to wear a, 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 a Spanx every freaking day. Oh, wow. Like every Did you feel pressured to wear the Spanx every day? Was that a personal thing? Or did it's you a feel? personal thing because okay. I just didn't like... Um, I don't like to see the rows, honestly. Okay. I don't like it. Um, I especially the side meat okay. like this because I want my bra to lay flat. Right. And I want to... I want... I didn't want that. Okay. And I'm like, all oh, working out I'm doing, I still got this ring, this big old puff on my side. Like, what is this? I'll be mm. massaging it like, <laughs> move it up into my breast then. Stay close. Move up. Like, what is funny? Because we can like transfer like meat, body meat to other places. Yeah. We all just be looking like hot masses. Right. They'd be exactly. like Nikki Moody, like Cardi Boobs. Right. Like, why is your body? Girl. Well, go, going back to like, this like body and things of that um, mm-hmm. nature. Um, a lot of people struggle with struggle with body dysmorphia and the um, mm-hmm. since we see like all these images on social media especially of overly altered photos and we have the Cardi B's and Nikki's and the Kardashian yeah. bodies which are all fake yeah um, what do you feel about people getting like um, I guess like stomach reduction surgery so they can lose weight or, or getting like plastic surgery to get rid of rolls stuff like that right. so that's like a very like touchy topic yeah. and controversial because a lot of body positive yeah. activists are like no that's copping now you should be happy the way you are other yeah. people are like it's dangerous yeah. other people are like it's my body I do what I want what is your right. stance on um, elective surgery of like weight loss surgery so the first comment I want to make is about uh, what was I about to say they actually have a they actually have a disorder now I heard on the radio it's called snapchat dysmorphia oh wow have you heard of that you mean when they feel it needs to always take like Snapchat filter selfies? Yes. Like, yeah, I've seen people it. People yeah. are legitimately coming into a doctor's office and saying, this is my photo on Snapchat. I want to look like this. I literally heard That's on the upsetting. radio. That's sad, actually. That the way social media is really going with these filters and other stuff is that mm-hmm. we're really getting caught up in changing the way we look, which is adding. We already have self-esteem issues exactly. already. Prior to like Snapchat. We already have a bunch. <laughs> so now you add Snapchat. Right. And I wonder like what the science is behind this. Like what did somebody sit in the office like we're gonna do this because it made people like when before before they invented cell phones, they sat and they like planned this whole thing. Like mm-hmm. it could cause cancer, it could do this. They studied right. this for years before they actually launched cell phones out. Mm-hmm. I just wonder the whole Snapchat and the filter situation. Like yeah. what was the science behind that? Because they hear there's a Snapchat dysmorphia mm-hmm. right now where people are really obsessed with their filters. Yeah, I've seen it. Yes. I really I wanna actually write about it actually. Yeah. So I'm glad you brought it up. Because like I know people who only take Snapchat yeah. filter selfies. And I'm just like, sis. Yeah. Like, I want to see right. the texture of your face. And we forget what we look like. We do. Like, I mean, when Shalana beat my face, I'd be like, oh, like this <laughs> like, all the time. And I'm like, you need to be comfortable with exactly. your face without makeup. Exactly. You need to be freaking comfortable with who the frick you are. Yeah. And quit worrying about whatever. But anyway, right. on to the same. So, 
I have thought about surgery so mm-hmm. many times, right? Okay. Please tell. Yes. yes. Tea. I thought about surgery. Tea, let's drink some water real quick. So, <laughs> so <laughs> quench my thirst. It's heavy. It's like you just want to get rid of it. Yeah. You just want to be done. You see people going to the hospital, my 600 pound life. Mm-hmm. You see people going there and they just get the surgery and then they're fabulous right. and then they lose the weight. But then you don't, but you're not dealing with the reason why. Exactly. Right. So I've had several friends that have had surgery before. Okay. Um, I have had people that have had surgery and have got super small where it's like that skeleton disorder where they get Ooh. they get very super small and they, their skin gets sunken in. I, yeah, I've seen and that. And people before. call it a I, I may be saying it wrong, but skeleton something mm-hmm. where they almost can't stop losing the weight. They get Ooh. so small. Um, I've known people that have passed away because the surgery has gotten. Um, yeah, I've heard of just stories. You know, infections. Yeah. Um, people that haven't healed, so the scar never closes, and it's been open, and they've been masking it because they were scared to say something. Now it's they have a hole in their stomach. Yeah. Um, I I think Keisha did a did a radio show uh, several months ago about. Uh, the surgery. I was on her show talking about weight loss and whatever. Mm-hmm. And there was a guy on there that said he would not. He actually had it, and he would not recommend anybody okay. doing that for his personal thing. Right, right. I've known people that have had it, lost the weight, and didn't deal with the issues why they had gained the weight and gained it all back. Yeah, I know a person who did that. Um, I was like, baby, why? <laughs> why? I mean, did you, what are you doing? I mean, it's yeah. yeah I don't think people just, talk about. I think a lot of people glamorize weight loss surgery, yeah. but they never talk about like the the skeleton thing or the sunken cheeks or where yeah. if you don't heal properly if you die if yeah. the, the extra skin that comes with it right. or the 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 mental stuff you have to deal with prior to that yeah and i think that's really important topic to touch on is like the mental health aspect first yeah. i feel like a lot of people unfortunately who get in like these elective surgeries or liposuction yeah. and going under the knife because that's serious to go it's, under the and knife and i think we don't i don't think we really think about it you know i remember dre a long time ago his, his grandmother told me don't get cut on unless you absolutely have to exactly do not get and i really remember that do not get cut on so i think to myself like yeah i want my my arm this to be gone and this mm-hmm. side meat over here but do i really have to right because somebody i mean i know somebody legitimately had some surgery girl they left. Okay, she had surgery. Mm-hmm. They 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 closed her up. Okay, then she left and start weeks later smelling something, smelling, smelling, smelling. Smell, I know what it is. You know they left the gauze inside of her. Oh, people need to be the gauze. You need to get your surgery refunded. Exchange it for something different. I don't want it anymore. It was smelling coming out of her pores like they left oh, the gauze. They had to go in there and reopen her. So nobody I mean, saw that. That's what I'm saying. It's just like I mean, I'm not a medical professional, really, but damn, take yeah, the gauze out. Really Can we? Like, Pay attention. I mean, I've seen some. I mean, low key like some Chicago MD stuff where they lost, they they left the the piece of instrument inside of some. I mean, things happen. You know what I'm saying? I mean, stuff True, happens. But damn, we I are supposed to be the whole room yeah. full of professionals. Yeah, <laughs> like nobody <laughs> seen that. Right. But I see we gotta really do our. I think it's like doing your research, like right. really doing your research. And I think for some people, really, I think it is a last resort. Oh yeah, I for think sure. They have to. For I some. think that if you don't do it. Your life is really like the like it outweighs the danger of surgery, mm-hmm. what you're doing right now. Right. And you almost have to. So I think you have to really weigh the options, ask the questions to your right. doctor to really find other out. Other people that this, had it also yeah. talk to them. Some of the people that had it, it's like this is the best thing I could have ever done. Mm-hmm. I need this saved my life. Right. So there's so different sides of the spectrum, but I think just doing something is to do it. Or not, I know people that haven't really been overweight that had it done because they were like maybe 30 pounds or something like that. 
overweight. Oh wow! Um, but they wanted to have it done, and the doctor, the, the medical industry, would just say yes because it's surgery and you get paid to get surgery. True. Yeah. So I just feel like we need to do our, and it's with any medication. Let me be clear with anything. Mm-hmm. I ask my doctor everything. So what's well, so this medication right here? What does this do? What's the side effects of this? Was it for my age range? Is this you mean like <laughs> you hitting that grilling up? Yeah, because I don't like taking medication. I don't need if it. I don't have to. Yeah. If I could change my eating habits, he man, my doctor told me a long time ago I had acid reflux, girl. Mm-hmm. Got me taking this acid reflux medication. And I was thinking, I was taking, I'm like, oh, he told me I asked reflux. Do you know we had a flood in our basement and it was like mold or something like that? It was making mm-hmm. me cough. It wasn't acid reflux. Oh, wow. See? The it, carpet was like. Foolishness. Yeah. So I removed it out the basement and had them like power wash it down and I stopped coughing. Hmm. Yeah. So I was be taking pills for what? Exactly. And where the pills went? Right. Where are they? Where are they? <laughs> Do they go through my liver? Are they like what? are they just like eating away my kidneys? Yeah, like, like, like those, right? Saying. So you gotta ask you legitimately have to true. ask these yeah. questions because you you are you are given this is the one body you were given. Exactly. This is the vehicle. It's crazy because like I feel like my soul looks different, mm-hmm. but my body looks different too. Hmm. So it's like this is the vehicle I was given to exactly. drive in yeah. for the rest of the God given life that I have. Exactly. So I need to ask all the questions. Mm-hmm. Protect it. Protect your shrine. Protect it all. Because it's yours to protect. Yeah. Ain't nobody else going to care for your body like like you care for your own body. I tell people all the time, like, they're like, oh, well, how do you get confidence? How do you do this? You have to find that from within. Stop trying to seek validation from other people. Stop taking everyone's advice on your body. Like, you know your body and take care of it. Right. Um, I think there's um, another topic since you're talking about, like, body shapes and stuff like that. Um, there's, like, this thing going around. You've probably seen it, too. A lot of body positive um, campaigns. You have Dove and Nike. All these companies hopping on the body positive bandwagon because right. there's money in it. Yeah. It's been um, money in it. We gotta put on clothes too. Exactly, but now sure. they're now knowing they now see that fat women, fat women want to be beautiful. We want to be valued or whatever. Or half the world is right. Is, like what the uh, like what the fuck? Air quotes overweight. Exactly. It's like okay, so now we exist. Okay, cool. So you want my fat money? But anyway, <laughs> um, there's like so there's like this acceptable plus size body now. Um, okay. So, like, what I've been seeing, you probably seen it, too. You've seen it. Um, there's uh, either biracial, um, tall women who okay. are the wavy hair, okay. and they're an hourglass shape, or tall, kind of kind of thick white women. The okay. body positive, I feel like, um, movement is kind of excluding dark-skinned fat women. Mm-hmm. Um like uh like i guess like black women who maybe like middle like you know like brown type skin okay. um or like indian women asian it's kind okay. of excluding like different uh people okay. um so what do you feel about the the acceptable plus size body and what do you think we can do to like kind of change that narrative of celebrating all body types not just like the big hips you know big boobs little waist plus size like actually incorporating other people who have real body types yeah, like the real because they base the clothing off of those body types i never right. see my body type in those pictures right and i always secretly want to have or color too yeah, yeah i don't see my color yeah. yeah i don't see my colors right <laughs> your color i never see myself <laughs> right and um in the body positive movement yeah which... i never see even sometimes there's these photo shoots that happen with people around the city and stuff like that and it's like they're they're acceptable like the people mm-hmm. that i feel like are chosen are the ones that are that they're God got your tongue. He said, he said, no, not today for the fly. That's me. But it's like everybody wants to see themselves. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like 
it, it it may be touchy, like with maybe something where, ooh, I can see her. I think I may have seen one ad somewhere that I was like, okay, mm-hmm. there I am. <laughs> That's me. Maybe. Me. Right. And she had one more stomach or something oh. like that. But I think we have to do our own. Mm-hmm. We talked about that before. We did. Uh, just doing our own. Mm-hmm. Because I think people would, people want to see themselves. I tell people often that I believe I'm a permission slip. Yeah. We all are. You are as well. Mm-hmm. And we give people indirectly give people permission to be their true authentic self whatever that is for them and they look for that it's like people ask me all the time how do you get confidence to wear a top hat to a business meeting or how do you show up like this to a panel discussion you said a top these, hat to a, a business meeting yeah how do you get you better do that shit to, to put on a tutu and go to a panel discussion about business in front of all these white people or whatever and I'm like because I've had to take them small steps mm-hmm I'm going to take my own steps to to get to where I feel like this is me. Because you want me. You don't want a version of myself. Exactly. I cannot show up and be approved and be a version of I have to be my true authentic self. I can't self. even imagine you not being a, your true authentic self. It's I so weird. I feel like that would be so fucked up. Yeah, I wouldn't like, talk to you no more. I got sex program, I was like, <laughs> I need to come to class with a suit. I literally said, I got to buy a suit. Stop. People were like, Eddie, like, you want a suit? And I You're was like, my feelings. yes, I need a suit. Because I was literally trying. I thought I had to be something yeah. that I'm not. And I'm like, I literally cannot. I'll be swallowed up. Like, I mm-hmm. literally cannot. I don't own a suit. I, don't I got African print blazer with a pencil skirt. That's like my. That's the closest you know, vegan fucking. I have like dude. a. I have like a long denim ripped up skirt that I wear mm-hmm. with a, some kind of other top. Is my business. That's that's, that's your business. My business. Yes, that's like and my, a business attire. Yeah. But I feel like you gotta just operate in what makes you feel good. Exactly. And and it's hard. It, it is hard to tell people like where to get confidence from because mm-hmm. I couldn't like. I wish I could tell somebody like where because people ask me that all the time and I'm like, I just this has been a slow journey. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been doing things. I remember being at Lane Bryant. My manager, I think her name was Deborah, And we had to go on the floor. And we had to have a, st- we had a staff meeting. And we had to, she said, go find an, an, an outfit for this, for the night out for this lady. Just, like, we had to go style somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, in our mind, right? So, I bring back the outfit. I had two skirts, right? And a belt. And she said, where's the top? I said, well, this skirt is the shirt. Mm-hmm. Right? You will never tell it. Uh, give this to one of our guests. You never suggested they wear a skirt. Come and on, Deborah, don't don't do that to my creativity, I'm Debbie. Like, I'm like, man, like so. This is I can't be creative, though, Debbie. Yeah. So for a long time, I've been trying to do stuff different, yeah. and it's taken me for somebody telling me I can't do it, mm-hmm. for telling me they won't accept you like that, for saying, well, you need to show up like this. You need to have a slip on. You need for me being like, mm, nah, I'm straight. I'm straight. <laughs> you can do that because you want to assimilate, exactly. but I can't. Come on i yeah. love it this is have this has been so amazing you have so much wisdom we can talk for 16 hours i know you're like super busy <laughs> um but i i appreciate your wisdom i appreciate you being unapologetic in your blackness and your natural hairness i'm done now. with you <laughs> looking at the gatorade that i gave her um i appreciate you being tall and dope I appreciate you just being you because you give me inspiration to do what I got to do, whatever. So um, we're going to end on that note. So inspirational. But I do want um, the people to know where to find you. And you have an event coming up. Yes. So tell us about it. Okay. So Naturally Fly Detroit presents We Rock Dope Hair, a natural hair experience. This is the eighth year. Mm -hmm. And we gather a whole bunch 
of dope mm-hmm. ass I witnessed, I've seen it. I've seen together it. <laughs> to celebrate who they are authentically right where they are starting with their hair mm-hmm. so we do uh panels and breakouts on natural hair we do head wrap sessions and funky turban wraps and we do makeup demos and yep. we do pop-up salon and and giveaways and house music and a handmade artist market and all these cool things that happen it's june 2nd okay. from one to eight at the artist village of and i think Street. i might be involved I i'm not sure i, 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 I don't know yet i didn't tag you i might be there or whatever i'll be mad that i put her name all right i might be there I might be there or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Doing head wraps. Okay. So it's uh, 12 in advance, 15 at the door. We have some African dancing happening. Got some drumming going on. It's a dope experience. It's a true, like, cultural situation. I've been there for three years straight, and y'all, you guys know I'm petty. Um, And I've enjoyed myself thoroughly each and every time. The love is amazing. The hair is amazing. Whether it's a mini fro, whether it's like you still got your perm in, it's everyone's welcome. Or it's wrapped up. Right. Or it's weaved up. Oh. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's like yes. the sisterhood and even the malehood there is amazing. Um, and yeah, so what is, um, where can people, what's the website they can, or your Instagram? What, yeah, give, so give us your feed. Um, Instagram is Edafly, E T T A, Fly, F L Y Y, always two Y's. Facebook, mm-hmm. same thing, Edafly, SB on Facebook. And um, it's Naturally Fly Detroit. We Ooh. had a group on Facebook too. Yeah, it's and Instagram. So, yes, fo- please up. follow. Um, at a fly, and thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. And as usual, you guys can follow me, Leah V, at L Vernon 2000. And also, you guys can follow my very respectfully messy journey at beautyinthemuse.net. We're signing out. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>